Today we'll be opening up with James 1. If you all may turn to James. And a huge amen when you guys are there. We read the word in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered aboard greeting, my brethren, counting all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. And that, that verse really stuck to me. Why? Why should we be at joy when we're going through the most? Why should we be at joy when we're going through a lot? And I was just asking God, why? Why should we be at joy when we're going through a lot? And my pastors were sharing this with me, but we should be at joy because when we're doing something right for the Lord, we get attacked. We do. We should count those at joy because that's when we get on knees. That's when we get on knees more. We ask God, ask God, Lord, please, Lord Jesus, I may be going through a lot. I'm struggling, but I surrender my time for you. Instead of going on your phone, oh, what uh, supportive quote can I read right now to help me within the hour? Oh, let me just go on social media to see what my friends are doing. Why is that, church? The, you have your word on your shelves collecting dust. And when it's the time, oh, pastors, they tell us, oh, hey, brother, hey, sister, you preach on this day. All of a sudden, you collect the dust off, and now you're reading the word again. Churches should never be like that. The word that the Lord gave us is to be read at all times. He gave us freedom for a reason, to use use of that time. Why waste the time on cell phone devices, on things of worldly things, of man things, when we should be spending all our time and all our effort, our dedication and our heart to the word of the Lord. He gave us the word to be confronted of, to be to be, uh, I don't know what's the word, to be healed, my apologies, to just feel his presence and flow into his word. We should keep, you all may sit down, my apologies. Verse three, knowing this, that the trine of your faith worketh patience. Patience is, is something that's not easy. It's hard to, to work with and practice patience. I know you all can agree with me on that. But the Lord, the Lord made us practice patience. And I have a question for you all to answer in your hearts and in your minds. Why does the Lord want us to practice patience? Why is that with patience? Why is it so important to practice? Why does it come in the word and tell us, practice patience? Why is that, church? Amen. And I did my research on how many times the word, the word patience is said in the word. It's said 70 times. 70 times, church. And as we, of course, pray for the Lord for patience, do we actually work for patience as the Lord provides the patience in our hearts, in our lives? Do we actually? The next day, hey, brother, how are you? The next day, ooh, I don't know that, brother. I don't, I don't like him. Why is that, brothers and sisters? Why is that, church? The Lord is brotherly love to love one another, cherish one another, to be patient with one another. To have hate against each other? No, I rebuke that evil spirit in the name of Jesus, church. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, church. I would like to turn to Romans 24 to 30. And a huge amen when you guys are there. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 24. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for? 
But if we hope for what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what, for we know not what we should pray for as a we out, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groans which cannot be uttered, and that he searcheth to our hearts, knoweth what is in mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for all the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, from whom he did foreknow he also did persecute, forgive me, Lord, to confirm to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom did he persecute, forgive me, Lord, them he called also, and whom he called them he also justified, and whom he justified them he also glorified. Amen. Amen. Would y'all turn to oh he first uh, Corinthians chapter thirteen and a huge amen when you're there. Thou I speak with the tongue of men and angels and have not charity, I become as strong brass of a tingling symbol. And thou I have the gift of prophecy, and understanding all mysteries and all knowledge, and thou I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And thou I besought all my goods to feed the poor, and thou I give my body to the, to the burned, and charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity serveth long, and it is kind. Charity envieth not, charity unvadeth not itself, is not puffed up doth not behave itself, unseemly seeketh not her own, it is not easy provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things in hope, all things endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whenever there be prophecy, they shall fail, they shall fail. whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, we, we prophesy in part. But when we, that which is perfect to come, then, then, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Church, let's, let's reread that together. Chap, uh, verse, verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. What that means, brothers and sisters, to not have any more excuses, to not have any, any childish things in your heart. Oh, I can't make it to church because I have a meeting. What's more important, the word, the Lord's presence, or the meeting? What's more important than being in the house of God? There's nothing else that's more important than being in the house of God. Being in his presence, 
be able to flow in his presence, to dive into his word and just read more and be more of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of his word. Shall we keep reading? For now, we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I also I am known? And that abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. And if I have a definition of charity for you, brothers and sisters, it means the highest form of love, signifying the reciprocal love between God and man that is made manifest to unselfish love of one's fellow man. And the Lord, the pastors told me that's the highest on top of the ladder. We all want to reach charity love, but it's hard. There's trials, temptation, but are you willing to work through those temptations, to grasp on that rope that Lord gave you, to grasp on that rope that God gave you, to not be tangled and be behind, to not have U-turns and be tangled. No, church, got to be straight in the path that the Lord gave us. He blessed us. We were in a pit of darkness, of trials, of sin. He provided the ladder, the light, to see the ladder, to climb out of that pit. For us to not fall over and dig another pit and fall in again. No, church, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus to keep flowing in his presence, to keep reading his word and be in the straight path, holding on to that rope to the greatest of all, the salvation and the promise he gave us to be with him. Amen and amen on that. We can turn back to James 1. We were on verse, uh, I believe, 4. But let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. What, is, what does that actually mean? Wanting nothing but to ask the Lord for patience. Wanting nothing but more of the spiritual than the physical. There's a lot of prayers where, the Lord, where not his children, but they're saying, Lord, please, Lord Jesus, I am poor. Provide the money for me. And then on the other hand, Lord Jesus, Please pour more of your wisdom, more knowledge, and biblical understanding into my life, oh God. Which is God going to adore more? He's going to listen to the ones that are asking for his knowledge, wisdom, and biblical understanding. With for asking money, Lord, I have faith and hope you will provide. I have faith, Lord God, that you will guide me and be in that path where I have faith and hope in you that you will lead me and guide me. Not to beg for the physical to beg, not to beg anything of the physical church, to ask the Lord of more, more of his spiritual than the physical. Because anything, anything in the physical is going to be burned. It's not going to be with us in the spiritual. The spiritual, there's no more tears. There's no more pain. There's happiness. There's joy. Where we see the Lord and rejoice with him, praising and worshiping with him. Glory to God to that. I can't just imagine my eyes, just close my eyes. Lord, I can't imagine just to be with you, just to sit down with you and talk with you, and just to read your word more, oh God, and to me, Moses, and the other disciples, oh God. How, how blessed am I, Lord God? How blessed are we that you gave us a promise where we go through the pain that we go through, during the persecution, during the suffering, during the long, the long temptations that we have given, Lord God. To be with you, Lord God, where there's no more pain, no more suffering, to be at peace, to be at joy, to be at 
to be at loving with thee, O oh God. What an amazing promise. What a blessing of promise that the Lord has given us. Amen. Verse 5. If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God, and that he giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given to him. And I read that verse a couple of times. It, it spoke to me. Liberally. What is the definition of liberally? It means, liberally means in large or generous amounts. Not of the physical church. I don't want you to think that. A lot of people are, uh, are getting the word and the world together. The Lord drink wine. I can drink. The Lord said, oh, he can, he can give me generous amounts of anything that I ask for. No, church. What he means by that is if you like faith or hope, he's going to give you a generous amount of the faith and hope you ask for. Not of the physical, more of the spiritual. But let him ask in faith. If you have faith, the Lord will provide. With faith and hope, you, you brothers and sisters, are, are holding on to the Lord. You're not losing that faith, or you're not losing the connection that you have with him. You're holding on to it, saying, Lord, I, I strike my feet to the floor and never leave in your, leaving your presence again, never leaving your word again, not going to the world, stepping aside. No, Lord, I'm firm. My legs are cemented to your presence, to your word, Lord. And But let him ask in faith nothing wavering, for he that waveth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. If you ask and wavereth, don't be the one where, oh, Lord, can I have patience? Please provide the patience and hope. I have faith in you. Next day, I'm just doing me. I don't, I'm not coming to church tomorrow. I have other things to do. But you just ask the Lord for more patience, more courage, more hope, more faith. And you're losing the faith to worldly things. So many, so many man creations are coming from the word. But they're saying that they have done it. They have done this. They have done that. No, God. Amen. Amen, church. Amen. Verse 7. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Meaning, don't receive, don't ask the Lord of physical church. I know I'm saying it a lot, but never. I just want you to not let it go through the year and the other year. Have it stuck in your ear to hear it. Never ask the Lord of the physical. He sees your heart and intentions. He will not provide for you because you have no faith, no hope in the Lord, but you're asking more of the physical. Verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Don't be a double-minded man, meaning next Monday, I'm with the Lord. Tuesday, I'm out. Monday, I mean Wednesday, I'm with the Lord. Thursday, I'm out. No, Lord, no church. We should always be with the Lord, with the Lord all week, all our years, forever and ever. The Lord is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And we can't stay with the Lord forever with, our, with all our hearts and our hope and faith. What bad has the Lord given done to us? We haven't, the Lord hasn't done anything bad to us. He's always blessed us, provided for us, and guided us. Last but not least, the promise that he's given us, which is just a blessing to say, the promise that the Lord has left us. 
Verse 9, let the brother of low degrees rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is now sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of fashion of it perisheth. The Lord never sees the, the wealth that you have. I'm wealthy in the Lord and the word. I'm grateful for that. I would stand firm and say, I'm wealthy with the word. I'm wealthy for the Lord more than anything else. But the Lord never sees the riches that you have. My riches is the Lord. My riches is the word that he's left us where I can read and learn more. I'd rather have the word. If it's my last day and the Lord gave me, if, I had, if it was just my last day of, uh, on earth, and the Lord's, uh, we just had a plan A and plan B, or option A, option B, the word will give you, the word will give you a million dollars, plan B, stay with the Lord and preach and learn his word. I'd rather preach his word till my last day on earth. He provided the limbs, the eyes to see, the mouth to speak, the tongue to speak, the ears to hear. We're not lacking of anything. The Lord made us perfect. The Lord made us to where we can see and have vision. The Lord made us to where we can speak. The Lord made us to where we can hear, have limbs where we can walk, have arms where we can touch and feel. But remember, church, watch where you walk. Watch in the territory and ask the Lord to watch over my steps with new territories. And do not get comfortable, church. Never get comfortable in the word. That causes laziness. We don't want laziness in the church. You always wanna, you always wanna praise God. Never be comfortable. Never be, be always uncomfortable to learn the word. Never be comfortable. Uh, I'm sleepy today. I'm not gonna read the word. Two minutes later, you said you were gonna read the word before you fell asleep. Now you're saying, I'm too tired. I'll just read tomorrow. After that, you said you were gonna pray. You never did. Come on, church, we can't become lazy. We can't become complacent. We can't complain about the things. The Lord went through it all. Days where he didn't rest. We can't even fast. And the Lord fasted for 40 days. What, what, can, what other things can we say that the Lord hasn't done? Because the Lord has done everything. He went through it all. We're going through personal things. But compared to the Lord, oh, that's nothing. That's absolutely nothing can't be we can't keep complaining church gotta be have faith you gotta be consistent how you always consistent to make meal preps or go to the gym or do things that your life go on instagram post this post that read the word preach this preach that why can't you do that instead verse 12 blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither them tempteth he any man. Never, never, ever, church, say the Lord tempted you. No, it's not the Lord. You're learning that little gap where the enemy's scheming to get to you. And I rebuke that evil spirit, and I rebuke Satan, in the name of Jesus, with courage, with boldness, Lord. I just ask, church, have courage, have boldness when you say, I rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Verse 14. 
But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Meaning, every man is endured by his own lust. What it means, every man or woman, brother or sister, we always fail. We're not perfect. The Lord never made us perfect. But we are, Lord, we are lured with our desires of the flesh. We are lured to this way. Oh, I see this. I want to buy that. Oh, I see this. When we should be lured to the word, as promised, as he's given us. Do you, church, question, do you actually believe the, the promise that the Lord given us? Do you believe with all your hearts that the Lord has given us all? I promise you guys salvation and to be in heaven through the temptations and trials and persecution. Through the pain, we're going to get persecuted. We are, and it's not going to be an a, a easy kill for us. No, they're going to make us suffer. But are you willing in that moment to ask the Lord, Lord, to be at joy even. Lord, I'm, I'm going to see you soon, Lord Jesus. I'm going to be with you, O oh God. I'm going to sit with you, Lord God, and just tell you how blessed I am, Lord God, to have you as my Savior, as my Heavenly Father. Verse 15. And then the lust hath convinced, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren, for every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variables, neither shadow of turning. The Lord has blessed us with special gifts. Special gifts to, to praise him, to, to labor in his house, to be able to, Lord, give me this thing today, Lord God, to Lord Jesus, to build, to build this, to build this wall for you, O oh God. But Lord Church, to never make it seem that you did it. It's all together. It's a team. To be humble about it. Lord, I ask of you, Lord Jesus, I forgive, forgive me of my sins. I ask, Lord God, that you just provide to me for me to be more humble. Pray, church. The Lord, see, the Lord never gave us a limit amount of time to pray. You can pray an hour, two hours, a month, a year. The Lord will praise that because he's listening to your prayers. It may not be the day of, maybe not be the week, the month, the year, but the Lord is listening and he will guide you. Have, just have faith and hope in the, word, in the Lord. Of his own will be God. He, he us with the word of truth that we should be kind of first fruits of his creators. Whereof, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, I lay upon all filthiness, super filthy of naughtiness, and receive the meekness and engraved word, which is able to save your souls. But you, doers of the word, and not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. Forgive me, O God. For if any of it be a hearer of the word and not, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Meaning, never be a hearer, church, when, when the pastors are preaching, when the brothers or sisters are preaching up here. Never be a hearer where you're hearing this and letting out the other ear. Always have it in your ears and think about it. And that's the Lord. Oh, Lord, yeah. 
this sister, this pastor said, like the word that, the word from the word, she said um, to, to forgive. Lord God, help me forgive. Help me forgive, Lord Jesus. Always pray, church, when you're going through a lot. Always pray. Never, never lack of prayer. Never lack of wisdom. Never lack of, of biblical understanding from the Lord. He's always faithful. He's always merciful to his children. He's always loving and caring to his children, church. For he beholdeth him, himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgotteth what manner of a man he was. But whoso looketh into perfect, of, perfect law of liberty, liberty and continueth therein, he begin not a forgotful hearer, but a doer of his work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious and brideless, let his tongue be deceived. His own heart, the man religious, is in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless widows in their affliction to keep himself unspotted from the world. As you're going through a lot, church, some don't have mothers or fathers. Never feel that you're a widow. Why? Because a heavenly father is a heavenly father and mother. He's always there for us when we need him. He's always listening to think about it. Does the Lord really sleep? No, he doesn't sleep. He's always listening to your prayer. Prayer at 3 a.m. He's always listening. He's never resting. Why? Because he cares for us. He loves us, church. He always adores us. He's always listening to our prayers. He's never leaving our side. He's never leaving us. We, we, we feel hugged by him because we feel protected. When we're going through trials, he's on our shoulders. Here am I, son. Here am I to guide you. Here am I to lead you. Here am I to, to, have, to put the word, to put wisdom, knowledge in you as wisdom, as my pastor was sharing, as Moses was trying to talk to the Pharaoh, he didn't, have, he didn't have confidence. He didn't have knowledge. He didn't have biblical understanding of the word. But the Lord said, no, I will be with you. See, the Lord is always with us. He's never left us. It's us that we leave his presence. The Lord never did, did good. He always did good deeds to us. He just blessed us. But we're the ones that should hold on to it. Who, who am I to leave the Lord when all he's done is bring peace? joy, laughter, and happiness into my life. Why would I want to leave such a precious God where he's provided a blessing life to me, where he leaded me out of sin, suicidal thoughts, addiction. We all have our testimonies, church, but just one thing. Don't let your testimony to be about yourself. Let it be about the miracles of the Lord, of what he has done in your lives, church. Always praise the Lord. To say, Lord, the miracles that you've done in my life, I'm grateful for. Why? Because you the one that saved my life. You saved my soul. We were at evil. We were at sin. We were at a pit where we didn't have light. We always had at nighttime. When, we weren't, when I wasn't a believer, I would always just be overthinking. Just thinking about it all. I'm like, what am I going through? Like, Why am I going through so much? But that day... The Lord will still seek you, even if you don't see him, if you don't feel him. I wasn't a believer, and the Lord still, when I came to my pastor's house, 
He's still providing a word in me. I heard his word. I was like, oh, I'm hungry for this. I want more. I'm thirsty of it. I want more of this word. I want more. I want to praise his name, worship his name. It was just a blessing to see how the Lord works, how he just works in you, even if you don't see it or feel it, even if you're not a believer. He still works in you. You hear something. We plant the seed. The Lord does the growing, church. Never think that you can do the growing. No, church. The work the Lord does. And just don't be a tree. A tree, you know how uh, a fig tree bears fruit? Never be a tree that doesn't bear fruit. Always bear fruit, church. I know maybe a fig might fall. That's a sin we commit. But let's not have that sin multiply where no, we have no fruit left. Let's keep on that fruit that the Lord gave us. His word and his promise that he's left us, church. Let's give God our all now. Let's not have any more excuses. No more excuses. The Lord didn't have excuses. When he fasted 40 days, when he healed the dead, the sick, and the illness, you may be, you may be sick. Ask the Lord for healing. He will give it to you. But just don't think of it as, he's not giving me, he's not healing me. He's not, you're not having hope. You're not believing. You're not having faith in the Lord. Always have, always grab onto that rope he's left us, to that guidance. We are blind in this path, but he has left us that rope where he leads us. Because we know, church, we make mistakes. We all do. We always fall to the left, to the right. We all have our sins. We just ask the Lord for forgiveness. But always hold on to that rope. Never fall behind and wrap yourself and wrap it to other things. Or, no, church, always grab onto that rope tightly, tight around your arm. Never let go of it. Thank you, Lord, for this message. And that will conclude my message. Amen. And I would like to pray us out. Amen, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for today, Lord God, for this word, Lord God, that your precious word that you've given me, oh God, as I learned so much, Lord God, of your word, of your wisdom, Lord God, as I ask you, Lord Jesus, to pour more wisdom, more courage, and boldness into me, Lord God, to see you work in me, Lord God, and your children also, Lord Jesus, that you, Lord God, let your children, Lord God, be doers of your word, Lord God, to not just be hearers, Lord Jesus, to be at peace with you, oh God, to, Lord God, never lack of your wisdom, oh God, to always be in your presence, Lord Jesus, to never have an excuse, oh God, but to always praise your name with full joy, with wholeheartedly, Lord God. As you know, your children are going through a lot, Lord God. You protect them. You be with them, oh God. For them to not lose hope, for them to not lose faith in you, oh God, I rebuke that evil spirit in the name of Jesus, oh God. I rebuke it, Lord. Just be with them, Lord Jesus. Provide the wisdom the courage, the boldness, Lord God, the faith, the hope in them, oh God. As you've left us, Lord God, a promise, promise we adore, Lord Jesus. But it's up to us, Lord God, to do the works, Lord God. For us, Lord Jesus, to read your word, to pray, to fast, oh God. I ask, oh God, that you just watch over your children. You watch over them, Lord God, and you bless them, Lord God, for them to make time of you today, Lord God, to dedicate their time for you, Lord Jesus. To praise your name as well, Lord God. I thank you for today's worship also, Lord God. It was just a blessing, Lord God, just to, to hear you as well, Lord God, singing with us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this precious moment you've given me, Lord God, to preach your word and to always, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this moment. 
And I just ask, Lord God, that you just bless my pastors as well, Lord God, for giving me this moment, Lord God, to preach your word as well. You honor them. You bless them. You protect them. As you know their struggles, Lord God, you comfort them with peace, with love, with joy, Lord God, with more hope, with more faith, with more courage and boldness, Lord God, to stand firm on their feet and hold on to your faith and hold on to your word, oh God. Protect them, honor them, and be with them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, we say all these things. Amen.